Listen up, real estate investors, entrepreneurs, and agents. You're in the right place. Unlocking the secrets to real estate investing and entrepreneurship. Welcome to the Titanium Vault, hosted by RJ Bates III. Here's RJ. We're excited to have Jeremy Rubin with us today. Jeremy, how are you doing? Doing great, RJ. How's it going? It's going great, man. So why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do in real estate. Well, I'm Jeremy Rubin, and they call me the Friendly Flipper. And um, I've been flipping houses, wholesaling, and doing fix and flips um, for almost four years now. And uh, went full-time January 2016, left my 9 to 5 to pursue house flipping full-time. And uh, I've currently grown my business up to one flip per month. And I'm not stopping there. The goal is to get to 100 flips a year. So That's awesome. So I'm assuming you got your start in wholesaling? I did. I did. I got my start in wholesaling. Got my first deal um, actually from a Craigslist ad. Uh, and I, the uh, title of the ad uh, said, need to sell your home? I'm not an agent, dot, dot, dot. And uh, got a call, got a few calls, and, and uh, after some negotiation and some uh, blood, sweat, and tears. Got my first deal. That's awesome. And you're in the California market, right? What part of California are you in? I'm on the Central Coast. Uh, we're about halfway between Los Angeles and San Francisco um, off the 101, and it's a town called Santa Maria. Okay. So I was recently in California, and, and I'm based out of Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. And one of the things that I learned about California is that it's a lot harder to be a wholesaler in California because here we're allowed to do double closes and the pass through. But that's not allowed in California. Is that right? Uh, well, with there are ways to do it, actually. Um, I've done double closes here, so as well as assignments. Right. So, right. yeah, there. So, so I'm like the, the double close advocate. That's just yeah. my that's my preference. Just because I I don't care if I'm making one dollar, you know, I I just don't want my buyer to know how much I'm making. I feel yeah. like it, it just keeps the relationship better that way. Um, and so it, it's interesting to hear that. I I wasn't with a lot of wholesalers. I was with a lot of rehabbers. So it's interesting to hear someone say that you can do a double close. Uh, do you have to use transactional funds to do a double close in California, or is it or is there a way to do it with with the pass through? Uh, I I just can speak from my experience. I know I've done it without using transactional funds. Um, so oh, I've, I might, I've done, yeah, I might have to start wholesaling to you, Jeremy. Yeah, definitely. You, you're, you're teaching me something here about California. So so my my knowledge was incorrect. So how did you go from being a wholesaler to getting into the rehab game? Uh, so took the uh, you know first step got got my feet wet with. Uh, doing the wholesale deal. And that basically gave me some money that I could start marketing with because I was, you know, I had a good job um, from what I, you know, I was making, you know, 80 grand a year to 90 grand a year. So decent, you know, I wasn't struggling, but I was, it was taking all my time and, um, and I was really living paycheck to paycheck. Like that's the, that's the biggest thing is like, it took all my time, took all my freedom and, you know, to do everything on their, their time. And then, um, and was living paycheck to paycheck. So that first deal is where I, I, the first wholesale deal, I took that money. It was 6,500 bucks that I made. 
and put that into marketing, into put that into some paid marketing, and um, started sending out letters and postcards, postcards actually first, and um, that's where I got my first lead um, for a flip. Was through that. There were some other wholesale deals in between, um, but that's what led to the first flip. So coming off making the sixty five hundred dollars of your first wholesale. What made you make the decision that you wanted to flip the next one instead of just wholesaling it like you did on the first deal? Um, it it kind of – it just depends on each deal. I look at each deal um, and going into it, um, look at what my exit strategy will be. Um, the After I did the first wholesale deal, I did a few more wholesales before I actually um, did a flip. And, um, by that time, I mean, wholesaling is quick money. So if I can ever wholesale it and make a decent profit, um, the most I've made on one was 22,000. So, you know, when I can do that, it's like so much quicker, you know, faster, just selling a piece of paper basically. Um, and I'd almost rather do that. Um, but then the opportunity came about to where I found one that was, you know, the, Everything was right as far as conditions for flipping it. Um, I actually, and what I mean by saying conditions were right is I found um, a a homeowner that was a tired landlord, um, didn't want to, basically didn't want to be a landlord anymore, um, but they owned the house free and clear and they didn't need the money right away. So I set up seller financing um, where I paid them $792 a month and, uh, basically zero down and just funded the rehab from what little savings I had and um, maxed out some credit cards in the process. And uh, that's, that's how I kind of went from wholesaling to, to flipping. I love those kind of stories when you hear the creativity that can be, that can come about within real estate investing, right? Like, you essentially found another real estate investor who was the tired landlord in this circumstance, and you were able to leverage his position, but also his ability to sell or finance that to you to get you inside a deal and probably make that deal more profitable for you in the end. I love those kind of stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much, I love it too. There's so much, yeah, so much you can do. There's so many ways you can play the real estate game. Right. Yeah. So how long ago was that when you did your first flip? So my first flip was two and a half years ago. Okay. So at at what point in time did you become the friendly flipper? That's actually um, very recent. That actually um, is, is just came about after um, growth con 2017, Grant Cardone's growth con in Miami in March. Um, really just opened my eyes to the possibilities of, of where I could take this if I became the face of my business as opposed to just Jeremy that flips houses like every other guy that flips houses. Um, so th- that's actually just barely six months old, barely getting to the second 90-day uh, cycle of, of just, you know, working hard, assessing where you're at in 90 days. So that's, that's all I mean, you're all over social media. I mean, that's how you and I met. Um, I saw your your friendly flipper. You know, you've got the the daily. You know, I guess what did you call them? Slogs. 
the, yeah, the, the slog. Yeah, the daily. Yeah. And, and I mean, you're all over it. I mean, you're, you're posting videos. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I watch them just because they're funny. I mean, you're, you're a pretty hilarious guy, but it, it has to be growing some kind of brand for you in your market. Do you see that happening? Thanks. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm just glad, uh, you know, someone besides me finds the stuff I do entertaining because that's, <laughs> I, well, I enjoy my watching them back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you see like your brand growing in your market because of it or is it more just on social media? Uh, it's both. It's it's actually it's both. It's funny. It's I mean definitely social media because the reach is just you know so much, you know there's people from all over um, on there. So there's that. But then also even locally, um, I've gotten more leads now. Gotten some leads. Gotten some real estate agents um, reaching out to me, um, sending me deals that they come across. That just because I'm top of their mind now, it's just because I'm in their you know faith. That, but not in like a pushy way, but just, Hey, I'm just happen to be there offering some value, hopefully some entertainment. And then, um, and through that, I've gotten just more connected to more people and, uh, more opportunities. Right. I could see that because, you know, just to get you as a guest on here on my podcast, you know, it's like, I want to be able to essentially tag on to the the brand name that you've built for yourself, right? I want to be able to say, hey, I had the friendly flipper on here. Just like as an agent, I would want to say if I were in your market, hey, you know, I I listed this house or I sold a house to the friendly flipper, especially if you're getting your name out there the way that you are. And I've seen it. Um, I, I didn't even, I, I can't remember the exact way that I found you on Facebook, but it was someone sharing your video, and I don't remember who it was, but someone shared your video, and I'm like, who is this guy? I mean, he's hilarious, and it was really like your first or second daily video that you do for the flip that you're doing right now, but it immediately caught my attention, and I'm like, that's so different than, you know, I don't see very many people that are taking the time to try to build their own personal brand like that within real estate investing, so I thought it was very creative and uh and you know i was i was curious how much traction that was getting you know as far as on the real estate side outside of just social media yeah yeah no it's it's definitely been um been positive i've gotten even agents that we haven't spoken in a while it it kind of just it's like oh hey he's active he's still doing just kind of you know showing what I'm doing um, has brought even some some agents that we haven't spoken in a while. They've called me and like, hey, so let's find a house. And I'm like, yeah, let's find a house. Let's go. Right. So I'll share a story with you. It was the first video I ever watched was the one where you were inside Home Depot and you asked the clerk or you, you know, you asked her, you know, I need 10 followers on Snapchat every day. And then you said, I need you to do this. And that was where then you shared out in the parking lot. You said, when I found out that when I ask people that I need to do this, that they tend to want to do it because they want to solve your problem. Uh-huh. And it's funny because I came back and I actually shared that with my entire team where I'm like, hey, it, I, I don't know. This guy could be full of it, but it actually resonated with me where it was like, I actually do see that across people, right? It's a nat- natural human tendency that you want to fulfill someone's need 
if they they bring that to you. So is that actually something that you see happening? Because you're trying to get 10 followers on Snapchat every day, right? That's right. Yeah. Friendly Flipper on Snapchat. Um, so are you seeing that? Where, or do you now go to everybody and say, I need you to do this? Or do you still say, hey, can you do this for me? No, absolutely. I've absolutely just adopted the I need now. That's like 100% my, that's my best pitch, basically, for that. Um, and it was, it's funny because it all came about just because of like, you know, a social experiment. But it's like, oh, man, it, it was a really cool lesson to kind of observe and learn. But that's now been my go-to because I have a much better close rate, if you will, with that saying I need. So that's really cool, too, that that, uh, that resonated with you and that, and that you shared that with your team, man. That's awesome. Absolutely. And that that's the power of social media, right? Yeah, I mean, you didn't even know that I saw that or shared it with everybody. I'm in here, you know, carrying around my cell phone saying, hey, look at this guy. I mean, yeah, he's kind of crazy, but we'll, we'll watch this moment. Like, well, <laughs> this is cool, right? And yeah. and that's the power of social media. And I love seeing people utilizing that power of social media into the industry that they're in, whether or not it's real estate investing or, or any kind of you know, entrepreneur journey that you're on, we have the greatest tool on our fingertips at all times. It's on our cell phones, it's on our computers, which are pretty much always with us. And you can truly grow your business just with the power of social media. Um, so I applaud you for everything you, that you've done so far on social media. And I, I, I can't wait to continue to watch your journey uh, as the friendly flipper. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate your all the support you've shown me. Yeah. So at this point in time, getting back to the real estate stuff, how many flips do you think you've finished from start to finish? Uh, start to finish, um, I'm on just finished number 11, actually, um, from renovation, fix and flip uh, perspective. And then I've got, I think, total under contract right now. I've got three more under contract in the queue, ready to go. Um, so I'm trending up to basically one a month right now because the majority of these actually, um, I mean, I got my first deal, got my second deal about eight months later, uh, my third deal about four or five months after that. And then last year, um, after I left my nine to five, went on a vacation in the summer or early summer, came back May 1st and just just hammered the marketing more than I ever had before and ended up getting six homes under contract in four months and then just, it really took off from there. So now I'm trying, now I'm doing basically one a month, but it, it, the majority of them just really, it was like a, an exponential curve basically. Like once, once I had the breakthrough of the first one, you know, then it was, about half that time to get the second one and then about, you know, half that time to get, you know, six more once I was like, okay, so this is what works. It's really about just as much outflow as you can, just as much, the more, it's just totally a numbers game. And I kind of had to prove that to myself. Um, and I think that, you know, I could have ramped up quicker had I realized how much it actually takes, how much, marketing and prospecting it actually takes it really does take like 10 times more than what you think what you think it, it'll take to get um deals but but that's the thing like it it does happen it's just a matter of of 
of numbers and just right. make and opportunities, you know. So yeah, I mean, marketing is all about consistency, right? I mean, everybody I talk to that is successful in business, that's the the main thing that I take away from everybody is, you know, it's all about consistency and you're always putting your brand in front of your potential client. So when you say you're ramping up marketing, is it all direct mail or are you using any other kinds of marketing? Uh, direct mail. And then in addition to that, though, um, Craigslist ads, a new Craigslist ad uh, every day of the week. So seven days a week posting um, on there. Just we buy houses ads, basically, um, that don't look too corporate or too big business. I, I don't even use graphics. I just write a text. I just want to look like, hey, I'm Jeremy. You have a house for sale. Let's talk, and, and I'll see if I can buy it from you. So um, I got a few deals off that. Um, driving for dollars just in the neighborhood. Found um, one pretty recently here that was a, a landlord, and he was trying to go the uh, for sale by owner route. And um, and I was like, hey, let's let's make this easy. You don't have to do anything. Like, um, let me take this off your hands, and that that ended up working out. Um, so on, on that one real quick, when you're driving for dollars and you see a good potential property, how did you find the landlord? How did you come into contact with him? Sure. On, on that particular one, it was, it was a slam. Dunk. I mean, he was there, he was actually putting a for sale by owner sign out at that time. Oh, wow. uh, it was, that was easy. Like, so I just basically, um, saw it and stopped by. But when my typical process though, cause that doesn't usually happen, um, at that point, my, my typical process is to um, either go on to if you have a if you have a real estate agent that you're working with, that's that's um, that's helpful um, because basically you need to get the tax address. So um, I use RealQuest. I have access to RealQuest. Um, it's a core logic company. Anyone can, you know, any real estate investor um, can get access to that. And then. That is how you can get the tax address. Um, but also, if you know you have a, a working relationship with a real estate agent, they can pull it up through MLS too. Um, and you can even use a title company. Actually, I've got um, my partner, real estate agent um, buddy down in Southern California. He's um, got access through a title company. So there are a few ways that you can obtain basically access to a search system and what you're looking for is not the property address, but the owner's, uh, the tax address where the, where the owner receives their mail. Right. So are you, once you get that information, are you then mailing to them or are you, are you trying to find their phone number and call them? Um, I have not tried the phone number. I just mail them. I've just put them on my, my list. Um, I know some people go that route. Um, but I have not yet done that. I basically just send them a, put them on my list, and then they'll, we send a, a, a series of a letter, and then 30 days later, a postcard, 30 days later, a letter, 30 days later, a postcard uh, for six months. Um, and some of them call. So you hit them once a month, so you're hitting them six times with different mailers? Yes. Yeah, once a month, yeah. just stay. Uh, you know, be that first person that they think of. If within that six months they decide it's time to sell, I want to be that that one that they call. Gotcha. 
So I know one of the things, another aspect of your business that you're working on is the Friendly Flipper Flipper Academy. So why don't you share a little bit about that and, and what that is that you're creating? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so Friendly Flipper Academy, um, this is also um, a result of, of attending GrowthCon. So, I mean, I can't encourage people enough to go to events that will spark new thoughts and encourage you to grow your business and things because it's it they can be a fantastic catalyst. So in going there, um, I then learned of this gentleman named Brad Lee who owns this training platform, um, Lightspeed VT, which is the way I like to put it into just a basic analogy is it's, it's the YouTube of virtual training. So it's the platform um, and then myself or anyone who has a course would be like the content creator, the video creator, and then it goes on that platform. So um, in hearing, in hearing uh, everyone talk at all the different speakers at 10X, you know, I kind of pulled from, from so many of them, just different, different things. I mean, like the friendly flipper name itself was inspired by, um, by a speaker and then like the the training aspect you know was inspired by uh, another speaker and then there's um hank norman gentleman who uh media coach he's basically the one who said get in front of people you know go live he told everyone to get out their phone go live right now tell the world what you do um and some of the people in the audience did it, and some people didn't. And I was one of the people that didn't, and I chickened out. But um, I came home, went live on my next flip walkthrough that I just completed, and um, the response was really great. So that led to further um, communication with Hank, actually just me thanking him for just telling me to do to, – to go live, to, to press record. That's his thing, press record, like – um, cause that's really what sparked the whole social media, um, growth. It was from that. So, um, then started working with him as my mentor and, um, you know, he asked me what, what was my 10 X goal? And, um, it was, it was to get my, my company to a hundred flips per year. And, um, he said, that's great, but that's not, that's not a 10 X goal. And I was like, okay. And, so that kind of hit me, and in that during that same time, um, I had started communicating with um, actually one of the sales reps from Lightspeed, Eddie Martin, reached out to me um, just as a as a uh, he was like saying, "Hey, dude, I see you're you're getting you know a lot of people requesting you on Facebook, and I'm getting some spammers that are uh, you seem to be the only mutual friend, and I'm like the this is." first time I've ever had any friends on Facebook other than high school friends. So I'm just like pretty much accepting any request that comes through. And uh, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, sure. Come on in, come on in. And uh, he's like, no, I think, you know, you might want to, you know, kind of filter through a little more because a lot of these spammers, you're the only mutual friend. And I didn't get it. And then he messaged me a few days later and I, then I was like, Oh, okay. That's what he's talking about. Cause I really don't have much, you know, all my social media experiences within the last six months, like other than posting on Facebook, like a couple times a year. Wow. That's hilarious. Cause like everything that you just shared right now, like what, what you've put out in the past six months, 
you would never believe that, that you don't have social media experience and that you weren't one of the people that went live at, at the 10 X conference, you know? Um, so obviously that resonated with you and you made drastic changes. Um, if you don't mind me asking what drew you to go to the 10 X conference in the first place? Well, I was listening. I've only known of, of Grant Cardone for just over a year. In fact, um, which may also be kind of surprising, but, um, my mentor, my real estate mentor, Justin Williams, um, of all my real estate mentors, he's the one that I absolutely learned the most from. Um, he had a podcast and he interviewed Grant Cardone on a, on this podcast. And I'd never heard the dude before, um, <clears throat> never heard of him, but like his mentality was just like resonated with me. Like, holy cow. Like, like I'd never heard someone like take that approach. Like, of, of just like, if you're not living up to your full potential, you're like, you're like, that's like, you're shortchanging yourself and everybody else. And, uh, like that was like, that was super impactful. And like to have like, I guess just see someone working so hard towards something. And so that got me like onto the, the 10 X rule. So then I, I went and, um, I listened to that, the audio book, and it was like, oh man, dude, this 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 is the dude right here. Like, I need to I need to start following this guy. Like, um, and so January, um, the the ads, you know, I got in I got in Grant's funnel somehow. <laughs> I'm sure right. by clicking this or that, and then uh, so like uh, the ads started popping up for GrowthCon, and um, I didn't really have any idea what to expect. I'd never been to any Tony Robbins like thing or any other like, you know, big conference like that. Um, it, so this was like, I didn't know what to expect, but I just knew like from Grant's content, like the little of that I'd seen of it. Um, I was like, I got to go to this. Like, I got to see what, you know, this is all about. Um, so bought the ticket and, uh, man, I think that was, the best decision I've ever made in my adult life. Like that one, like just to be like, you know, let's see what happens. Cause I didn't really know what would come of it. I just knew that going like good stuff would come of it. I couldn't say what though, but right. Yeah. Well, to say that it was life changing for you. I mean, it sounds like it, it very much was, it, it completely changed your mentality on everything. And it's, it's literally built your brand in the past six months at this point in time from going to that one conference. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty amazing testimonial to, to the conference itself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so much, if you take advantage of people take advantage of what's at these conferences and, and, you know, they take notes and, and you really, and you apply what the people are teaching you. I mean, there's so much value, like there's so much value. I mean, I can only speak really for, to growth con and, I just attended uh, Driven 17, um, Albert Preciado's event, and Grant was there, and Bradley, and um, again, ton of value. So, like, I, I would say, like, man, anyone that wants to grow, you have to just kind of have some faith that you're not exactly even sure. Like, you, you won't know in which ways you're going to grow, but you need to start putting yourself in environments where there's other people that are on that are successful and that are growing and that you can you can learn from 
Right. And you also say that you worked with uh, Justin Williams, it was? Yeah. I've heard a lot of people say great things about him, and, and you were in his mentor program. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Williams is the man. I, I spent thousands of hours on YouTube, like filtering through different real estate investing videos and house flipping and wholesaling, like to figure out how to actually do it. And then for about a year, and then I came upon his, his, uh, his training course. Um, first actually his podcast, he did a podcast on, um, called house flipping HQ on YouTube, um, which is awesome. Uh, resource, but of all the videos and all the everything I was listening to, his information was like correct, like down, like every, like checked every box. Because there's a lot of good info out there, a lot of bad info, but um, his was like I'd learned enough from kind of I gathered enough from seeing you know enough other videos of you know what works and kind of what doesn't. But it, he was a dude here in California, um, actively flipping, so not like a guru guy, like that's, you know, just preaching it. Uh, right. And, uh, yeah, just solid individual. So, um, you know, I had no, no reservations about signing up, um, and doing his coaching program. And, and that's when I got basically like a glimpse into, I, I had understood the, the basics of flipping, but then it was like, okay, so this guy, he's got an actual business. It's not just like a hobby on the side, like flip a house here and there. It's like, okay, so you, you know, you, there's things you put in place, to structure it like a business and, and actually really it, it is, it has to be a business. Otherwise it's just a hobby. So like I kind of, it, it made me take that next leap of, okay, I'm really like serious about this now. Like I've seen that it works with one or two here and there, but now it's like time to grow this into an actual business. Right. All right, Jeremy. So I always end each interview by, trying to pull out of someone what is their why why do you do this because i feel like as an entrepreneur and a real estate investor it's important for us to share to people because like you said how did you find justin right you listen to his podcast yeah and i feel like it's important for the people that are inside the business and we're sharing our knowledge and experiences but it's also important for us to share our why so why do you do everything that you do for your business so I do it first and foremost, what got me into flipping houses was for freedom, for financial freedom, you know, lifestyle freedom, not having to be able to do what I want when I want. That's what got me. That was what got me so motivated and driven to figure out a way to get out of the nine to five. <clears throat> but then, and this, the next thing kind of leads back into the the bigger purpose when, um, you know, Hank, Tor Hank Norman told me, you know, a hundred flips a year, that's great. That's what you should be doing, but that's not a 10 X goal. So that's when my mindset changed again, as a result of growth con from a, you know, what can I, how much can I earn as opposed to my new mentality was, you know, how much it was all about delivering value and over delivering value and just, of delivering an abundance of value because I saw I, Justin Williams had done just that, like with his, you know, free podcast that basically laid everything out. But I was so willing to, you know, learn more, you know, after seeing that, that, uh, you know, going with his coaching program was no, you know, not even a question. So the bigger purpose, the bigger purpose now is to show, to teach other people 
how to do the same thing and basically to start flipping lives. And like, that's how I can give back. Like of everything I know, I realize like that's how I can give back the most value to the world and society is to now show people, okay, I figured out a way to escape my nine to five. Like if that's what you want to do, if it's not for you, then here, I can show you how to do it. And so flipping a hundred lives in the next year, basically getting, creating a hundred new flippers. That's, that's the new purpose. So the new why is it's freedom for me, but it's also, it's like, man, I can actually make the world a better place and make other people's lives and families like have better lives by, you know, showing them the the path to house flipping. So that's, that's the why. And that's kind of how friendly flipper Academy all, all came about. It's pretty amazing. And it you go to a conference that changes your life so much that your why changes to you want to change other people's lives. Yeah. Um, that's that right there sums up being an entrepreneur better than I can ever put it. I mean, that's, that's why, that's why I do it. You know, I mean, just like you said, offering free content. I mean, that's what, that's what the titanium vault is. I mean, you know, I, I don't see this ever being an income producing show, but it's an opportunity for people to listen to us, share our stories. And hopefully if there's one person out there that takes anything from this interview and they go out and they just start looking into real estate investing because they heard this, then that's amazing. That that to me is is why we do this. So for anybody that's out there that's listening and they want to contact you, what's the best way they can contact you? So best way to contact me, uh, my email is thefriendlyflipper at gmail.com, thefriendlyflipper. Um, I'm all over social media as thefriendlyflipper or friendlyflipper. Um, Snapchat, Friendly Flipper, and uh, we have a free gift actually for anyone who is interested today. Um, shall we tell them? Shall we tell them about that? Yes, we should. <laughs> All right, cool. So, so the free gift is uh, I've got the letter that I send out to prospective sellers, so basically tired landlords or people who I want to buy their house. Um, the actual letter I send out. You can get for free. All you got to do is text the word FLIP, F-L-I-P, to 96,000. So it's F-L-I-P to 96,000. And you'll get that letter free. You'll also get a little driving for dollars tutorial that shows you what I look for when I'm driving through neighborhoods and a little note sheet also to take notes. So you can actually – you have – you'll be equipped with what you need to do or what you need to start sending letters. If you wanted to do that even today, I'm going to go sign up right now. Awesome. <laughs> I, I'm going to get this weeks in advance before anybody else does. I'm going to be out there driving for dollars more than my acquisitions guys. It's going to be awesome. There we go. Friendly flipper style. All right, Jeremy, thank you for uh, sitting down with me, sharing your story. I very much appreciate it. Thank you, RJ. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Jeremy. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Titanium Vault with your host, RJ Bates III. For more info and to stay up to date, visit www.podcast.thetitaniumvault.com and on facebook.com slash thetitaniumvault. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time on the Titanium Vault. Titanium Vault.